Hey, everybody. Welcome to My Real Estate Mistakes Podcast. I mean, our background looks different now, yeah, right? Yeah, man. We're yeah. ending the Miami series. I know you guys watch. We thank you guys for tuning in. We definitely enjoy that series. But uh, we're, we're back at home base. Yeah, man. You, you know, the Miami checks start coming in and uh, them invoices start coming in as well. So yeah. we're back home. We're back home. Uh, yeah, you know, so we got to. Go on the on the back home base. So. Yeah, so we ended the summer. It's at the end of the actual summer right now. So we almost at going into third quarter. Well, we already in third quarter. Yeah, 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 we're in third quarter right now. So what we're gonna talk about now, you guys saw for the last series that we we're talking about current market conditions. Now we're talking about the new market conditions. I think on the last time we were talking about current market conditions, interest rates were still low. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We, we talked last time. You know, people still. Supporting, you know, hundred thousand over asking price and all that. Them days yeah. over with now. Yeah, market has changed. It's amazing how three months that market has changed dramatically just with the change in interest rate. What you see now is that interest rates went from probably two and a half to about a five, but it was scaling up in the middle of the summer around a six to actually show you guys that they wanted to slow the market down, and that's what the government did. So we took about, I said, starting there in. April. I don't think they want to slow. The, don't say slow the market down. They wanted to correct the market. Okay, they yeah. want to correct. They want to the correct market. the market. That was not slow yeah. it down, not slow the economy down. They wanted to correct the market because the market was on fire. Yeah, the market was on fire for two years. Yeah, so the whole entire COVID was gone. The market was increasing dramatically. So, like he said, they want to correct the market. Correct it. So yes. what they did was they hiked the interest rate up to stop inflation. To stop inflation as well too, and it worked. So it definitely is changing the market. I think the biggest topic that we hear now is that is it a change in market. Yes, it's changing, but it's not a buyer's market. We still suffer from low inventory, um, but it's still it's still actually selling at a lot higher than it was previously. Uh, do we anticipate prices to be, go down slightly, maybe about 5%, not in a dramatic time frame? But the number one question that everyone always asks, is this going to be 2008? No, no. See... Like, I got a text uh, today from my cousin, and he was just, you know, in bigger markets, they have bigger margins. So, please, if you're in L.A. or you're in Texas or you're in New York, we are in located in South Carolina. So, please do your market research. But South Carolina is just a, like a lazy river. It's just gonna, it, go, it don't go too high. It don't go too low. just kind of even out. So, typically, typically like, when the winter time comes and the cold times exactly. after Labor Day, mm-hmm. prices normally go down regardless because people – People have their kids in school now. They're not looking to move. Uh, people already settle in. Uh, it's cold outside. People not really trying to look at houses and things like that in this weather with the rain and the cold weather. So normally around September, it's really slowing down regardless every year anyway. Yeah, so real estate, like we said, pretty much on the last one, we talk about peak season. Going into peak season, how what we consider peak season is between Easter and Labor Day. Labor Day is approaching. What that shows is that you're going to see actually the market – kind of calmed down a little bit. Now, be, every year prior to COVID, it did it. But since COVID happened, we just was running full blast for the last two years. So what that is now is that this slowing down is natural. So it's normal market. A lot of people may think that if you've gotten into real estate in the last two years or you just actually been actually looking into real estate, that it's not a normal market. But currently right now, we're going into normal market. And it's going to get, it's going to get slower during Christmas time because normally – People don't move during the holiday times. They wait to the beginning of the year. Yeah. So a lot of times I tell people kind of look at it like if you had a group of 10 people, what really happened, like a lot of people was, say you had 10 people that can afford $300,000. Well, 
where with the interest rate double, half of them people left that market. Mm-hmm. They lost their purchasing power because they can't afford it with a DTI. They can't afford three hundred thousand or more. So you left with half of people. Then you have some people who's coming back down. But you got to realize the people who was looking at three hundred thousand. At four hundred thousand, then like the four hundred thousand dollar house. So if you don't like mm-hmm. a four hundred thousand dollar house, nine times out of ten you're not gonna like a three hundred thousand dollar house. Okay. So you automatically not okay. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm I'm looking to go up, not down. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of issue. So now what people is they're losing personal power, and also they're losing like people kind of was unrealistic of what the three, four, five hundred thousand dollar range homes look like these days. Uh, if you thought about three years ago, it looked totally different. Mm-hmm. With uh, with builders, uh, with us, with the materials going up, labels going up, uh, price per square is going up. So that means smaller houses. So that means basically you could have got a three thousand square foot house if you bought that for a hundred dollars a square. That's three hundred thousand dollars. Now that price per square is one fifty. So three thousand dollars, three thousand square foot house is four fifty. And then he's saying one fifty. That's without the land. Yeah, that's, no, I'm just yeah. doing easy numbers yeah. so you can get the math. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. it could be higher. Yeah, prices are probably like one seventy five, yeah. two hundred. Like but it, he just used that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. my neighborhood currently, like we we went from uh, my house pre COVID probably building that at one thirty five a square. Now this neighborhood is building at two fifty a square. So the higher the per square. Mean the lower, the smaller the house is going to be. Agree. So you have to watch that. So that's another determining factor on that kind of uh, curving the market back. And then another thing too is that interest rate was low. Being that interest rate was low, what it happens is that everyone was looking at buying a house. So if you were in a house and you just want to upgrade your house, you would do it because interest rates was at a two point five. Now with a five percent interest rate, it's people that have to move. So the people have job changes, mm-hmm. life situation changes. Those are the people that still in the market. The people who just was moving just because interest rates was low so I can buy a bigger house at the same price as my price of my current mortgage, those people are currently going out of the market. So what it is is that is less buyers in the market on top of the inventory still being a shortage, and that's what's actually causing the slowdown. So when we say it's slowdown or the correction is that homes were selling in two or three days. Currently right now, what we're seeing is that homes are going to sit in the market 30 days, which before COVID, home sale on the market for 72 days was an average uh, home uh, on the market. Another thing that was very important to note is that big markets, like you said, metropolitan areas move drastically initially. South Carolina is such a small market compared to your Atlanta, your New York, your Miami, your, uh, your uh, LA, is that you're gonna see dramatic changes there first. Typically with smaller markets, they have about an 18-month difference. So that means that what's going on now in New York would not actually affect us until 18 months down the line. So that's very important to know that those smaller markets are not going to be unaffected as the larger markets if you're reading the news. Another big thing is be careful with the news, too, because they definitely have a motive on how they actually uh, doing, how they actually report the news. They want to get clickbait. So you're seeing a lot of terms that I see lately is recession, recession, recession. So make sure you know what a recession is because yeah. uh, it, it's, it's not what it says, the word itself, what recession means. And in, in your mortgage, what you have is it's called PITI, Principal Interest Taxes Insurance. Mm-hmm. Taxes Insurance stay normal. Principal is really not that is a small number. The biggest number out of that whole scenario is the interest. So when you when people had 2% interest rate or 2.5% interest rate, they could go to your lender and say, hey, man, can I go up another $100,000? He said, yeah, you can probably go up by another Two, three hundred dollars, no problem. But now, since the interest rate has doubled, 
People say, can I go another $100,000? <laughs> it might be tri triple, uh, quadruple the price now. So interest is really, like, I told people all the time, when I was telling my buyers and stuff like that, buying while the interest rate is low, because interest is is definitely the killer of deals. Like, if you get low interest rates, you can definitely, I don't really care about the principal where I bought the house for. If mm -hmm. I got a great interest rate, then that means I'm not paying hardly no interest. The money is really free money to borrow. Mm -hmm. Like, you're, like people's getting money cheaper than the federal government was lending it during COVID. And then the biggest thing was, I think most people didn't, didn't understand that Quincy said it on a previous episode, is that when people were having these bidding wars, like bid $40,000 over list price because interest rates are so cheap that you could buy a house for 500000 at a 2.5 interest rate and pay $40,000 more than the house is worth and still come out better because by the time you pay that interest on a double rate, you didn't got the forty thousand dollars back. On top of that, the property values increased so dramatically. If you did do forty thousand dollars over appraised value, you still got benefit out of it. Yeah. So, so, so y'all question y'all come to this podcast for answers. So, what we're going to do? Interest is high. So, is it a good time to buy? It still is a good time to buy. Right now, you have options. Now, you have negotiation. That's why you need an agent. A realtor or somebody in your corner who can negotiate because negotiation is key now because sellers know it's not a seller market no more. They don't have agents not putting their house on the market at two o'clock and they call them at five and say we got twenty offers on it. No, it go weeks on weeks on weeks. Hey, we got two showings today. We might have three next weekend. They calling for feedback, so sellers are open to negotiation now. So right now you can buy a house and you can negotiate closing costs now. Closing cost allowance are back. You can use that money to even buy your interest rate down. Mm -hmm. If you got a, a grant who's paying your closing costs, you don't need closing cost assistance. But you can ask the seller for a credit to buy your interest rate down to get your paper down lower. So right now, it's definitely good. Still, it's a good time to buy. Inventory is still at an all-time low. People are still buying homes. But right now, you have to negotiate your deal a little better. It's not like the seller's not doing any repairs anymore. The seller's not giving any concessions. Those days are back. So you definitely have to get an agent that knows how to negotiate the deal. Agree. And make sure you know it's also note that it's important to know that it's actually in price ranges. Certain price ranges are still hard to find homes. Like we just put a, a bid in on a house, a 2-1 downtown Columbia, and over $20,000 over list price, and it still went over. So it's subjective. Like yeah. what we're seeing is that it's, it's a little bit more better chance now that you can but you still have some markets that have bidding wars, and it still depends on your price range. In Columbia, our average home uh, sale price, medium home, I mean, price is two seventy. So what we're seeing is that anything under that two twenty five mark, you're running into still multiple uh, offers and less days on market. So make sure you note that as well. What we're seeing is that the larger market above the medium income, I mean, the medium household sales, I mean, the medium sales price is that is where you're seeing the slowdown and more incentives and more actual wiggle room than before. Uh, yeah, so, so it's a difference. So basically, like, uh, easier way is, you know, you, your guys love Realtor.com, y'all love Zillow, all them people. So easy way is put your zip code in, put your price point in, and see how many houses out there. Agreed. If if, and then you go to the next 50, go to a den, you go increase it 50,000, and then you decrease it 50,000. And she said, okay, it was 20,000, 20 homes here. It was 50 homes here. It was maybe 30 homes here. So you kind of can see, okay, 
this price point right here is a really competitive. This household has a lot of homes sitting on the market, so I might get a deal. So that's what you need to definitely know, like Chauncey said, like in new construction, starter homes are still flying out the market. Uh, anything under uh, 250 new is still flying out the market, still have a lot of competition. It's just that second level, maybe that second home or that luxury home is sitting on the market a little bit longer now because the buyers that's looking in that range might already ho have a home, so they're not in a rush to move. Or uh, they have time um, to move, so that's the kind of things you're looking for. So definitely, definitely know your price point, and definitely know that you know some price ranges are still very competitive. So my biggest thing when everyone keep asking me because that's another question: Should I buy now? Is that you still deals out there? Even though we were telling you the last two years that market is definitely crazy and the market is extra competitive, but that does not tell you to not look for new properties. I always say you always can find a deal out there. We still constantly, I mean, constantly sign deals throughout the crazy times. I think what people do is that they're scared about, hey, it's too, it's a bad time to buy. It's a recession approaching. We found the best deals during COVID. Like we had some really, really good deals during COVID that what we're seeing is people just was putting things out there. So you still have to do your due diligence. And that's why it's very important to have a good agent because what that agent can do is work you through and say, hey, I don't care what the market is, but it definitely can actually move you to the next level and make sure that you can actually still buy. So I still think it's very important to still purchase when you find a good deal. Yeah, so if you're buying your forever home or your, your primary residence, you definitely need to, you know, check out your area, see the inventory, and you might get a good deal. If you're an investor, you buy 24 hours, seven days a week. I don't care how the market is. I don't care if it's red hot. I don't care if it's really cold. As an investor, this is the line of field you decide to go into. You always got to look to buy, add to portfolios. Always got to look for deals because, trust me, it's always deals out there. It might be easier to find some time. It might be hard to find some time. But my thing is, like, you always got to find – find deals and um, investors by 24-7. Sounds perfect. So that wraps up the current market conditions. Still buy. We're not going into a 2008 recession. Thank you for watching. My Real Estate Mistakes.